morning, everyone. Uh, what a beautiful day that we have today. Amen. It's a beautiful day. Um, the sun is shining, which is always a blessing. If you would take a moment to pray with me and pray for me. Gracious and loving God, we just thank you for this opportunity that we have on this morning to just be in your presence. We ask, oh God, that you will open up our ears and our hearts and our minds so that we can hear all of you. We ask, oh God, that you will just continue to strengthen us in our mind, body, and soul as we continue to take up our cross and follow you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. So I'm not sure um, how this is going to land today because this has been a trying week. As you can hear, there's a little something going on here, but we praise God anyway. Um, so we're going to jump right in to um, doing something a little different today. During Lent, we have the option to grow closer to Christ by engaging in the traditional spiritual practice of fasting. We either sacrifice or deny ourselves of something. We give something up and deny ourselves the pleasure of some foods or activities for a 40-day period. Not nearly comparable to the sacrifice and self-denial that Jesus exhibited. But in verses 34 through 37, we're invited, everyone, including the disciples, to engage in self-denial and to take up our cross and to follow him. To follow him, an invitation to discipleship, to become one of the followers, to become a Christian. For years, for decades, centuries, we have been trying to accurately answer the question what does it mean to deny ourselves and take up the cross and follow him? I don't know what it will look like for you, but we can start with a few of the commands in the Bible, and I'm sure we could find the answer to self-denial, beginning with a few basic commands. Love one another as I have loved you. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Treat others as you want to be treated. And if this doesn't get you started on the path or on the journey to carrying your cross, you can check out all 10 of the commandments in Exodus chapter 20. Some of them include um, not coveting our neighbor's goods, not having any other gods other besides our God. We, we would think that it is so simple to deny ourselves and to take up our cross. Well, friends, I ask you, how often do we take the time to evaluate where we are in our journey with Christ? This Lenten season, we are called to be more intentional in our connection and communion with God. We are called to take some time for inner reflection of who we are and who we are in Christ. What do you think it means for you to take up your cross? What do you need to deny yourself? In verse 31, Jesus said, The Son of Man will suffer, be rejected, and killed. If the Son of Man will experience this, then we don't stand a chance. We also will experience suffering and rejection. And as I pondered this scripture, I did find some hope in that. I did find hope for the future. There are times when we find ourselves in situations that we think we've been called to, chosen for, or opportunities just come our way, and we engage in whatever it is, and then as we are moving along, we encounter rejection. We encounter defeat. We encounter moments of opportunities that appear as if we have failed. We may feel like we failed ourselves, our significant others, our friends, our children, our employer, our God. We find hope in Jesus' promise that he will rise again. It's that promise and assurance that one day 
we will be liberated. Oh, Darren, I forgot to. Can you advance the slide for me, please? Thank you. And that liberation can begin now. I'm going to ask you to draw your attention to the cross on the slide. And let's just take a few minutes to reflect on what it means to deny ourselves and to take up our cross. As we focus on the cross, let's invite Jesus to meet us where we are, showing us what it is that we ought to deny ourselves. Ask him for the strength to carry your cross. Carrying a cross comes with its own burdens. When we choose to carry our cross, we're choosing to be ridiculed for our beliefs in a deity that we have not physically seen. We are choosing to trust our cares, our woes, our hopes, our dreams, and a resurrected being that walked the earth as a human but was transfigured. When we choose to carry our cross, we are risking persecution. When we choose to carry our cross, we are choosing peace, righteousness, justice, nonviolence, hope for our future. Let's take a few minutes and in silence, focus on the cross. As you focus on the cross, see yourself at the foot of the cross. As you are at the foot of the cross, have a conversation with Jesus. Ask how can you deny yourself and take up your cross to follow him? Share with Jesus how grateful you are to have this time and to hear his voice. Sometimes we need a little more than three to five minutes. Sometimes that's all we need. But know that Jesus is always where you are. 
and you can take any time to have this conversation with him. So I hope that you heard from him in this short period of time. Feel free to practice this whenever you feel that need to have that conversation. Focusing on the cross, walking with your cross, walking this journey with Jesus requires faith. Faith. What does it ask of us? How does living in faith shape our thoughts and actions? Faith acts that we ground our lives in what we cannot yet see and believe in what we cannot even begin to imagine. Faith's posture implores that we live each day centered on the belief that God will do what God promises. Despite his current reality, Abraham clung daily to his faith in the God who promised him that he would be the father of many nations. Living in faith shapes and reorders our priorities toward divine initiatives and trust that these initiatives will come to fruition. Faith changes our mindset from one of scarcity to one of plenty. There will be enough. Faith grows us into a people who can live in praise and worship of a trustworthy God. Faithful living is what keeps us strong when all around us is crumbling. Peter's world falls apart when he rebukes Jesus for speaking of Jesus' impending death. Peter's eyes see only what is in front of him, the death of his beloved teacher. Jesus tells Peter to focus on what he cannot yet see, the divine provision for all people for eternity. Living faithfully provides the stamina we need to embark on the dangerous path of taking up Jesus' cross and following him. Faith is the freedom to lose our lives for the sake of Christ and to gain immeasurable eternal life in Christ. This is our hope for the future. Knowing that as a result of Jesus' death and resurrection, salvation and liberation are possible. As I meditated on the scripture this week, what stood out for me was Jesus telling Peter that his thoughts were like a mere human and not as the thoughts of God. I read verse 33 over and over, and then I went to Isaiah chapter 55 and read the entire chapter a few times, but verses 6 through 9 stood out the most. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let them turn to the Lord, and he will have mercy on them, and to our God, for he will freely pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Mark 6 and 35 says, For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me and for the gospel will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the world yet forfeit their soul? God's thoughts... Jesus' thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Spending time constantly and intentionally opens up opportunities to hear and understand the words that you'll hear. In Isaiah 55, God says that his word will go forth and will not come back void. God's words are like seeds falling on the ears of everyone, yet every person will receive the word differently. Some may not even be able to receive it or comprehend it, based on where they are on their spiritual journey. So it is my hope and prayer 
that with each day that passes, we are drawing closer and closer to Christ by whatever method is comfortable for you. Let us pray. Dear Jesus, we strive to know you deeper more and more each day. We pray that our eyes, both natural and spiritual, are open to seeing hope in our futures. It's in your name. Amen. As we get ready to go into our congregational hymn, as I studied this over this past week or so, um, the song kept coming to my mind. My hope rests on nothing less, or my hope stands on my hope stands on nothing less. But just as I thought about how our thoughts are not God's thoughts, the only way I can hear God's thoughts are to open up my heart and my mind. And I had no idea. I was talking to Darren right before service. We were in a meeting earlier, and I was on the phone, and they heard my voice sounding like this. And Darren said, I didn't know if you were just really emotional or if you were really sick. <laughs> and so, but right now, I'm really emotional, and I had no idea how I would be affected by the words of Jesus. And so I encourage you that as you go from day to day, open up your heart and open up your mind. Because as we're being called to be followers of Christ, as we're being called to take up our cross and love our neighbor, we're being called to love our hungry neighbor, our homeless neighbor, our jobless neighbor. And how are we denying ourselves so that we can take care of our brother and our sister? How is it that we're carrying each cross that we are called to carry? Take up your cross and follow him. Believe that your hope rests on nothing less but Jesus Christ and his righteousness. And so we're going to sing that song. And so before I was supposed to talk about our um, display for Lent, each week there would be a different display or something added to the display. So last week we had the footprints because um, we're on this journey with Jesus as we took his journey to the resurrection. <laughs> 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 so here's today's addition to the display. I was just going to go with the cross here. <laughs> And so you see the footprints, and the bowl is representative of each of us being filled and how Jesus wants to fill us up. And then today is the cross, as we take up our cross and follow him. God bless you.